everyone and welcome to series two of Clay vs. The World. That's it. We've had a whole massive brand new rebrand complete with a lovely sofa. Basically, I had 36 of my friends and family over here and no one could beat me. Well, some of them did beat me. But overall, I was the winner and I actually got bored of winning. And I also think you lot got a bit bored. No, I'm joking. Why would you ever get bored of me? Ah! I'm making myself sick already. But it's series two and we've changed literally everything. I thought we'd change the set. I didn't think my producer Molly changed the set. But this is now my living room and you lot should know if anyone follows me anywhere, all I do is live in my living room. So why not have one when you can have two? So here we are. Welcome to my brand new set. I actually need to get some slippers because I, I don't condone feet on the furniture. Should I take my shoes off? Okay, my are my socks clean? <laughs> right, this is what's going on now. New set, new format, new setup. There's so many fun things coming. We've basically had this in the work for the months. And I just want to take on the world with you lot instead of taking on randomers every week. I just feel like I'm 28 now, new era, new me. I know I've said it 10 million times, I'm trying to be wholesome. What better place to start than my podcast? I want everyone at home to know that I'm actually really nervous to film this pod. But, slay. Big fat slay. Anyways, at the beginning of every pod, we're going to... So basically, Chloe versus the world. Like, the world is subjective. It's not me fighting people. I'm not, you know, doing groundbreaking shit. But we're going to do, like, Chloe versus, for example, section one is called The Headlines. And we'll do loads of other, like, Chloe takes on other stuff. And you lot can just hear me talk about it. So actually, if you have anything that you want me to take on, put it in the comments. Molly my producer, who you all should actually probably get to know because she's the evil genius behind this podcast. I just turn up and slay the day. I need to stop saying slay. Like, when will it end? But, okay, so welcome to section one, Chloe versus the headlines. I thought we'd kick it off with making some, like, ground rules. Not that I abide by a lot of rules, but I feel like it's good to just say them and have them and pretend that they're a thing. Right, so let's do three rules for this pod. Oh, what on earth should the rules be? Actually, right, okay. This whole rebrand is basically, I went through, I don't know, this year's been kind of crazy. If anyone saw me on like what I've been up to this year, I've really been... I don't know, doing some stuff that's saying, doing some stuff that, you know, my mum's not been that pleased about. So we're having a rebrand. We're going to be wholesome. So rule number one is complete, utter honesty. Stop lying, she says. <laughs> I like, I'm going to make her a rule, but, you know, rules are made to be broken. <laughs> okay, so complete and utter honesty. If you lot want to send in questions or whatever, I will pick the ones I want to answer and answer them honestly. It doesn't mean that I'm going to answer everything that you say honestly, but there's honesty here, okay? We're making a pact. Right, rule number two is, I was going to say less going out, but then what on earth are we going to talk about? In fact, rule number two is Chloe more going out, more doing stuff, more fun. Basically, the past few months I've been in my house and I've been gaming, I'm playing Fortnite, okay? But maybe the love of my life is on Fortnite. They might be. They're not. They could be. Oh, do you know what? Should I tell you something? I'll tell you something. 
Shall I tell the pod? I talk about gaming on my Instagram and an fucking DM me and they've added me on Fortnite and we've been playing Fortnite and maybe we love each other. <laughs> if anyone wants to find a husband, like I would recommend get, you know, Fortnite. I wouldn't. Leave your house. Right, okay, so rule number one is honesty. With the exception of like bleeps on stuff that I don't want to tell you yet. <laughs> Rule number two is Chloe needs to go out more and do more. So we always have stuff to talk about. So it's like New Year's resolutions. And then rule number three, what do wholesome people do? Read books. Can't be asked to do that. I do read books, but like, I don't want anyone to know that. Right. Rule number three is I'm going to try loads of new things. Like one thing about me is I'm going to stay in my comfort zone and I'm going to do what makes me look and feel good, okay? But as I promised to you, I want to go and try new things, show you guys new things and just experience life a little bit more. I don't know, maybe everyone thinks I'm a little bit crazy, but realistically, all I do is sit in my lounge and do not a lot. So my three rules are, number one, honesty, transparency to my, you know, level. I'm not going over the top. Okay, rule number two is to go out more. Oh shit, rule two and three are the same. <laughs> rule three is try new things and just get out of my comfort zone and like probably embarrass myself in the process. But that means you lot can live vicariously through me. So if you want me to try anything, let me know and I'll see if I can be bothered. No, I will, I will. Let's try everything. What's one thing we should try today? Not drunk texting could be the one because I don't know I was nervous I've had half a bottle of Prosecco I'll probably do one by the end of this app oh and actually rule number four in my whole life is to stop prank calling people that needs to end I don't know like it's actually a personality trait at this point like I cannot stop prank calling people and I prank all the same people and I don't get how they don't know it's me like every time they answer and they're so confused and I honestly this is my this is what I do on every prank call. I go, hi, yes, Becky from Liverpool. So if she ever calls you, it's me. Oh, no, I'm literally telling everyone what I get up to. But anyways, those are the three new rules. And the next thing that we need to address, basically, we're just going to have a little look about what's been going on in life. And I'm actually kind of disturbed at the next thing. Basically, I've been told that Riz is the word of 2023. I don't know who made that decision. Was it 16? Or like, I don't know anyone over the age of, what age should we even allow? If you're over the age of 16 and you're using Riz, like you should be embarrassed. You know, saying they've got good chat is except it's pleasant. Say they've got good chat. They've got nice chat. They're a nice person. What does even the dictionary say Riz means? I don't think it is short for charisma. I think someone was taking the piss out of me when they told me that. I don't know where it's come from. Oh, the BBC reported it. It's in the dictionary. Guys, what on earth? If Riz is in there, then why isn't like stun? I don't know what other words do I use. I use, what is ream in the dictionary? Ream is the best word ever and I get trolled all the time for using it, but there's no other word that can replace ream. Look cream, feel cream, be cream. That's my motto in life. I don't know about Riz. Like, I've heard people say I'm going to drop some Riz. I don't know, it's off-putting. I think I was actually talking to Molly earlier. I'm just, I think I'm old-fashioned at heart. Okay. Is that a lie? <laughs> if I was to think about if someone was going to drop some Riz on me, 
what res do I like? That's actually a really good question. How do, who wants to drop res on me? No, not who, how should someone drop res on me? Okay, if you're going to slide into my DMs, just send me money. <laughs> I don't know. If you've heard about a thing called VAT, it's fucked me up this year. But no, if, if someone wants to move to me now, because do you know what I want to enter? I want to enter my dating era. That's a New Year's resolution, Chloe versus dating. Because, you know, celebs get dating obviously didn't fucking work. But that was my fault. It wasn't, you know, much to their detriment. How would I want someone to shop res? I don't know. I liked the idea. Margs came on here, didn't he? And he said, like, the like tennis. That's kind of fun. But then if you DM me, I need it to be funny. But I don't want it to be a ha-ha joke. I want it to be... Maybe a smooth reply to my story. I'm literally lying. <laughs> if you DM me, you ain't getting nowhere. I need to meet you in person. But I need to meet you in a non-flirty environment. And then I need to decide personally if I fancy you. And then I'll meet you again. And then that's when the flirting commences. But, like, I'm literally notorious for bad flirting. Oh, you know, it's so hard to be honest and not be too honest. <laughs> Basically, bleep the name. <laughs> rang me yesterday. <laughs> bleep that out. Rang me yesterday and I think he was trying to drop some riz. I don't know. I'm not like I wasn't interested, but I thought the conversation was funny. And like, you know, I like to have a lot of friends, you know. You never know where you're going to be in England and you not to sleep with them, to like, hey, where's, what the fuck am I talking about? Basically, he rang me yesterday and he was trying to drop some Christmas riz on me because <laughs> he was literally dropping Christmas and he was like, oh, are you going home for Christmas? I was like, yeah. And he said, oh, I'm going to be down the road. We should go on a dog walk. And I was like, do you have a dog? And he said, no. And he was like, do you have a dog? I said, no. But I found that really funny. And then I thought, oh, it's worked because now I think you're funny. But it, am I desperate? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so... When's the last time I replied to a DM? I just don't trust people, you know. I always think it's a prank. So I don't reply. And I don't leave my house. I've probably got no help. But that's what I'm saying. Next year, we're going out and we're doing more. And I'm going to go on dates. Okay, I don't know if any of you know, one of my very, very, very good friends, Nella Rose, was just in I'm a Celeb. And I'm actually here to plug justice for Nella. Okay? I don't understand. Like, the backlash she had was really not, it wasn't Rame. It wasn't Rame. I thought she did really well. Like, I know she was very, she's a city girl, okay? She's a city girl. She's got long nails, lashes, bust-down wigs. Like, the girl is not from the jungle. And why should she be, why should she be comfortable with eating, like, balls and willies? That is hell. Putting your face in something where something, like, so, a bug literally went in, who did she do that challenge with? A lady's ear. I personally think that's fair enough, you know? We weren't raised with bugs in our ears. We weren't raised underwater. I don't know who did... Like, where do you... Realistically, if you're going on I'm a Celeb, you should probably go into training before. You know, put your head where the bugs are. Go underwater and find alligators. I don't know. I just feel a bit sad because the stuff I've seen online is really unfair, especially if you know Nella... 
you like I'm really proud of her for what she's done. I feel like she just slayed that little jungle. And now she can go back to being a city girl. She can go get her acrylic. She can come back, be safe. And you lot who are being nasty can leave. It's not very nice, is it, being nasty online? Although I do like arguing with some of you online. Like, I get a kick out of it. <sighs> That's not an invitation to be nasty. And my management will tell me off for that. But stop being nasty. Okay. Right, the next headline. I don't know if it made BBC News, but <laughs> it's made Chloe versus the headlines, which should replace BBC News. Right, basically, I don't know if you've seen, I saw this video, obviously, where I get all my news is TikTok I don't, or Twitter, actually. Twitter's very reliable. But a Chelsea football player was on um, FaceTime to a lady and he was asking for nudes and she literally filmed... The whole thing. What did he say? He was like, you're not sending me anything. What on earth? Oh my God, I keep saying Riz. It's clearly now part of my vocabulary. Like, what type of Riz is that? Oh, please send me something. Please send me something. I don't know. The art of getting a nude is not begging for it on FaceTime. Actually, it's alleged because it could have been anyone pretending. Do you know what? If I was him, I would say it was AI or that it wasn't him. Just deny it. If you can't prove that it was you, oh, I'm just giving you an insight into the way my evil little brain works. <laughs> we'll do. No, we'll do two more. Rule number one is honesty. But I think some of you might know, might be familiar with my mum, Louisa, and the motto, actually, should I say this online? Basically, she says, deny until you die. <laughs> and... I agree with that. So if I was him, denied till you die. If I was her, like, that's actually hilarious. No, am I being bad vibes? Look, I don't know. Listen, if you want nudes, should we be sending nudes in this day and age? Probably not. The internet's a scary place. There's hackers. Oh, my God, my literal best friend got her Instagram hacked. And guess how I found out I was... <laughs> All of a sudden, because she lives in Australia, she started posting pictures of this G-Wagon and I just all of a sudden thought that she really liked this car. <laughs> and it was going on for about a week. And then she started posting, hey guys, don't know if you've seen my new G-Wagon, but guess how I got it. She, she didn't get it. She doesn't have a G-Wagon. She doesn't. I just thought, wow, this girl loves cars all of a sudden. I don't know. Who knows what happens to you in Australia? Saying that, I'm going to Australia, going to Bali for New Year's Eve, and then I'm going to Sydney. And I don't know how long for. Basically, I'm going because this is actually a bit sad, but don't feel sorry for me. I don't feel sorry for me. I was waiting to get a boyfriend so I could go to Bali in Australia, but I'm clearly not getting one anytime soon. So I thought... <laughs> so basically, I thought... If I don't go now, then I'm never going to go because I'm obviously destined to be single and die No, I'm not. But, you know, I'm going to go for New Year's, then I'm going to go to Australia, and then I'm going to come back and film a pod. And Millie might meet me out there. But, you know, she's slaying those Welsh dragons at the moment. What the fuck does that mean? Actually, I know what... Oh, my God. One thing I think you guys will learn is I... My brain is a mysterious... What's it called? Entity. I was going to say enema. It's not a mysterious enema. An enema is when you get your asshole cleaned out. It's not a mysterious enema. We should go and get a colonoscopy. 
Because my friend was telling me about it in LA and I was like, that actually sounds fun. I feel like we revealed quite a bit in section one. This is why I need to do more so I can talk all the time about what's going on. Which brings me to the next segment, Chloe versus the week, okay? So we're going to talk about what I've got on this week, what I'm doing, my life, etc, etc. So, number one, I'm going to Amsterdam tomorrow. I've never been. We're going for Millie's birthday. There is a group of six of us. So, it's me and Millie. Some of you might know how she won season seven of Love Island. <laughs> my best mate, who I live with. Oh, my God, we should do a pod at my house. We're going to Amsterdam tomorrow. So, it's me, Millie, my best friend from when I worked at Jack Wills, Nicole, my best friend from uni, Vanessa, Ollie is my best friend post Love Island lives in Manchester. And then my best friend Lucy, who's Millie's best friend, who I've now adopted. So actually, it's basically Millie, me, Millie, and my friends. <laughs> I did orchestrate it, to be honest. But I've never been, we're going, we're staying at, I'm literally burping so much from Prosecco. Like, how does that stop? Anyways. We're staying at this place called the Grand Canal Hotel and I'll let you know if it's any good. I don't really have many high hopes though because they messaged us this morning to let us know the lift's broken and we're staying in the penthouse. (laughs) So there's that. So we're going to do that. We've got loads of stuff booked but I really want to go to the red light district. I really want to go and see a sex show. You know, very wholesome. This (laughs) trip. I've never been, and I know everyone else in the world has been. I want to do that. There's loads of Christmas stuff, but realistically, we're going on a 3D bender. And you'll be pleased to know, I've just found my vlogging camera this morning, and you lot will be getting exclusive content. Shall I say anything else about what's coming? No, just stay tuned and see what's happening on Covers as well. So we're going to Amsterdam. I was packing this morning. Actually, we're, me and Molly are going shopping off this because I need a coat, because I actually don't own one. Um, so that's good. What else do I want to buy? Oh, Christmas presents, but also perfume. So run out of perfume. Isn't that so weird? I've run out of perfume. Well, I'm single, so who's buying me perfume? <laughs> Myself. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> also, what I'm going to do is post less on my other socials, so I save it like exclusives for the pod. She says. Could be a liar because when I'm drunk, what I love doing, I love going on Snapchat and embarrassing myself. And then everyone trolls me. Every time I'm drunk and I get in a taxi home, I like, oh, I'm so embarrassed to say this. If you don't follow me on Snapchat, then hello. Um, But what I do is I obviously always have headphones on me and I get in the back of a taxi. And when I'm really drunk, I play music really loudly. And it's often, oh, I tell you what I did. That was embarrassing the other day. It reminded me. basically I don't know how to say this without sounding really weird I just go through phases of being really attached to stuff and I got really really obsessed with the singer Rosalia and she was engaged to Raul Alejandro but they're Spanish no they're not where are they from shit he's fucking fit mate he is so fit and actually on the way here I love when my for you page on TikTok just comes up with all the stuff that I need to see and I was just seeing videos of Raul and I was reposting them to so everyone knows I love it <laughs> you need a fucking microphone why don't you have the guest one plugged in near you 
Right, we're landing on the job here. I'm in. Yeah. I've made it. Wait, do you care about being in it? I feel like... I'm no, I love it. You. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay, good. We're all good. Um, okay, what's next? Oh, my embarrassing story that I was telling. Oh, yeah. So basically, I got obsessed with Rosalia and Raul. They were engaged, so not. And I became, like, weirdly attached to them. I don't know. Like, all I wanted to watch on my For You page was them two. Anyways, so I really like their songs, but they're Spanish. And I don't know if any of you know... I love gaming at the moment. It's really good to get off your phone. And no, I've got ADHD, so it's clearly my hyperfixation at the moment. I'm chucking money. I have spent £400 on V-Bucks, which if anyone knows, it means you buy a different outfit for Fortnite play. <laughs> I'm not even that good. No, I am. I'd say I'm like seven out of ten. Anyways, basically what happened was I have this boy on Fortnite... <clears throat> I'm not going to disclose any more information, which means I'm not lying. I'm just withholding it. Here's fucking fear. And when, um, so I got home and I was tipsy and I was like, well, I'm going to play Fortnite now. That's what I want to do. So I wanted to play my music through Spotify through my PlayStation, but I couldn't get it done. So I took off my headset, but I left it plugged in and I put on my headphones, which are noise cancelling. And I was blasting this Spanish music and I was singing so much like I don't know I'm not gonna do it now okay because it's very embarrassing but I accidentally joined his and his mates from home PlayStation party <laughs> I joined his party and also so I've joined his party singing and apparently they were going like who the fuck is that who the fuck is that wait wait for those of us who aren't gamer girls um yeah what is a party Okay, so a party is like a joint call. So you join and you play together and you can hear everyone through the headsets. And I, you know, it's my hyperfixation. I spend a load of money on a fucking headset so you can hear me crystal effing clear. So, I was, so I've joined this party. So it's him and three of his mates from home. I've just, they're playing a game. Like they're in an intense game of Fortnite. I have joined this game. <laughs> My player hasn't joined this game. My microphone, my headset has joined their chat and I'm belting hours. <laughs> so Could they see you? No, you can't see me because I don't have like, so it's not set up. But they can just hear me. I'm tipsy as well. So say if I was to sing now, I wouldn't try because I was tipsy. I don't know. Sometimes I think I sound like Rihanna. Like if I was going to sing a song seriously, I'd sing Take a Bow. So I sing in this Spanish song. <laughs> I was singing this. Oh, do you know, every time I think about it, it makes me like cry. I was singing this Spanish song and he was messaging me like, hey, ha 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 ha. Turn off your fucking mic. Turn off your mic. But I was like reject I was like throwing my phone like I don't want to hear you right now I'm singing and gaming it must have gone on for like five minutes and then I finally checked my phone oh god I literally threw my headset on the floor I left the room I don't know why I was talking about that but that's why I did that was embarrassing so I did that and every day I think about it so that's fun what else have I done this week I went out for Millie's ah oh, I tell you what I fucking did it's Millie's birthday this bitch is old as shit. She's almost as old as me. She's 27. And I bought her. Can I tell you? Yes. I'm going to take her skiing. She's never been before. And she's basically my only friend who I know I can just like randomly take on holiday because she doesn't need to book time off, obviously. I just burps again. We're very fortunate. So it means we can go. 
you can take Millie going, Millie's getting. Um, I keep burping, hell. Um, <laughs> should that go on there? <laughs> Do you know what I was saying to my friends the other day? See, here's another tangent. I was like, before I started this pod and I became single, like people thought I was, you know, maybe sexy. <laughs> and this pod has ruined my market. <laughs> Because, like, you know when you meet a boy, you don't want to give them too much. Like, you might be a bit mysterious. You might not reply straight away. Is that what I do? No, I literally don't do that. But some people do. I've heard about it. But people can just search me on the internet. And I'm just out here burping, telling horrible stories, embarrassing myself, whatever. So I don't think many, like, cool, sexy people fancy me anymore. But that's okay. My mum always, my mum actually always calls me about it. And she's like, the right man will just pop with you. <laughs> so, not be good. What else have I done this week? Oh my God, I literally didn't tell you what I was talking about. <laughs> no, I did, but I'm taking Millie's gig. And also I'm back in the gym and I'm running now. But the only reason why is because, I don't know if any of you know, I'm 28 now. I mention it all the time. I'm almost 30, which uh, there's like all of a sudden a ticking clock in my head. So I'm going to Bali and I want to look fit in Bali in case my husband's in Bali because whoever's in Bali at the same time as me, we're clearly on the same page, Not maybe not the same book, we're clearly on a similar vibe. So they've already, you know, passed the first check. So I might find my husband in Bali. So I want to look nice in a bikini. So I'm in Jimmy and I'm running. I used to run all the time. Basically, when I found out I was going on Love Island, I just put myself on the biggest, like, crash course. It was almost militant. I'd go to the gym, like, five, six times a week. Actually, I was talking about this earlier. I worked in the city in London in finance. Hell on earth if you're a girl, if you ask me. But I worked there. And then, obviously, COVID hit. We worked from home. So what I would do, I hated my job. Absolutely hated it. So what I would do is... Do the space bar trick where you leave a weight on your space bar. So it would say on teams that you were online. And I'd go to the gym for like three hours a day. One thing about me is I'm not going to diet and I'm going to go out and drink. So I have to work out a lot. So I put my weight on the space bar and go to the gym for like three hours. And then in the evening, I'd run 5Ks. And my best time I've ever done is 23 minutes. That is very fucking fast. That is fast. I know. Do you know? Do, do you know? Do you actually want to know something? If I actually train to do the 100 metres, I think I could be in the Olympics. I am so fast. That is fast. I know. 23 minutes. What's that per K? I don't know. No, Divided I don't by know. Five, 4.1. It's five. under 5 a K, which is crazy. Yeah. That's how you know. So 23 minutes. I'm trying to get back to it, although I, I literally went running yesterday. But I've been really ill. I don't know if you know, my voice is really croaky because I'm producing so much effing phlegm at the moment. Again, ruining my market. Who the fuck wants to know that? Well, it happens when you're ill, okay? Sometimes I wake up and I think my brain is exploding with phlegm at the moment. Anyways, I went running yesterday 
And it took me 32 minutes to do 5K. And I was like, that's hell. Right. What I will tell you is I've had a lot of feedback, okay, over the year from boys. And they think I'm nuts and that I party too much. So, you know, not that I give a shit what boys think. But sometimes you have to take feedback on board. So I'm trying to be wholesome. It's better for my mental health. I'm trying to stay inside and go to the gym and like look after myself. And not talk to boys who are wankers. Because, oh my God, do you actually know, 2023 for the year for me, it was the year of the wanker. The year of the wanker. So I'm running, I'm gaming, I'm staying inside. Oh, but I said I was going out for you lot. Maybe, all right, well, we did that for a few months and now we're back outside, I suppose. You've got to get back out there. Right. You can't stay home all the time. No, because where's, should I tell everyone I'm husband hunting? Basically, my mum's putting a lot of pressure on me to get a husband. My brother's had a baby, like, I'm kind of embarrassed when I turn up to Christmas single every fucking year. And I receive a lot of backlash for it. (laughs) Right, some of you have sent in some questions. This is like a get to know me sesh. So, you lot have asked, what was I doing before Love Island? Um, we can split this into two, into two. Socially, I was living my effing best life, okay? I was out three, four nights a week, absolutely caning it with my best mates. I live with two of my best mates. We lived in Tooting, um, so South London. So that was really fun. But like work-wise, I was, wasn't like career-wise, I, I worked in investments and finance, and I effing hated it. I hated it. It was hell. Well, I, I, do you know what? I don't know if I've ever said this online, but I was, so I went on Love Island in 2021. 2021, yeah. 2021. So I flew out on June the 10th, 2021. But um, since January that year, I was looking for a new job. But one thing about me is I don't get a job through an interview. It's always a friend of a friend or I know someone, I've never ever got a job through an interview. So, Carmen was saying, oh yeah, so basically I worked in finance, I was looking for a new job and I had like 10 interviews and I didn't get any of those jobs. But yeah, I basically, I did sales, like I did cold calling, which I like, hated and I was so bad of it. I was commission-based well and I literally wouldn't cold call. So I was never, actually I was employee of the month once. Actually my most liberating moment in life was, ah, have I told people this story? Before I left Love Island, I had like, I did have a good job. I was a marketing specialist at a finance firm in the city. So if any of you work in the city, well no, I was at the Folly every Thursday, Forge every Friday, and then at the Ned wherever on a Saturday, like I was out here living life, not paying for drinks because fuck me was I in my overdraft, like... You know, I was just doing vibes. Actually, what we would do is get the three for £10 M&S tinnies, drink them and then go, because they're like 8%, they're really strong. Anyways, what I did before Love Island was I got six weeks holiday signed off and I lied and said that I was going travelling around Portugal. That's literally what came out of my mouth. Got it signed off. So I said I was going travelling around Portugal. But I'm very happy saying this. I hated my manager I fucking hated him hated him and in my handover meeting you know because obviously I was going to Portugal and I needed to hand over all this effing work what work I hadn't done anything months because I was planning on leaving um 
by, I was doing a handover meeting and he just said something. And to this day, I can't remember what it was. It just pissed me off. And I quit on the spot. I quit. And I was like, do you know what? I quit. I'm not coming back. I'm not coming back. And he was like, what? And I was like, I quit now. And he was like, what do you mean? What do you mean you quit? Why? And I was like, I literally cannot do another day in this life working for you. Do you need it in writing? And then I just banged out on an email. Hi, bleep. I quit. Yours sincere. With effective, was it? Effective immediately. Effective immediately, yeah. I think I put love from Chloe. Love from? <laughs> and then I turned off my laptop. Because I, I had like a little desk in my room. I just shut my laptop down. And I was like, shit, I'm going on Love Island now. And then I might be effing unemployed. I've got REM to pay. Like, that was really balls to the wall. That was just, fuck it. Fuck it. So I did that. It was just really bad. And I was in so much debt as well. Like, I literally had my dad and my granddad, like, thousands thousands of pounds. But sometimes, actually, I'm not recommending anyone to do that. It was really stupid. But that's what I did before Love Island. Obviously, now, just got a podcast. What's the best job I've ever had? Ooh... I used to work in Jack Wills from the age of 16 to 19, I think. And it like working in retail isn't fun. Like if you lot, I did retail for a long time and it's really not the most fun job you can have if you're being political. I don't know. I haven't had loads of jobs. So I don't know what the worst job is, but for me, I hate retail. Um, but I did it for years and I worked in Jack Wills in Bissa Village. The only reason why it was my favourite job is because I met my absolute best friends in the world there. So made it and we're still best friends to this day. So that was good. But apart from that, I've never enjoyed a job. But what I will say, like, I mentally don't enjoy I've had a job since I was 14. Like I worked cash in hand at a Chinese takeaway in Bissa. It's called Wahong. If you were calling for a Chinese takeaway, I knew the numbers. I was putting your order through. I wasn't packing them though. Like, I don't know. I didn't really want to do that. So that was that. But I've literally worked since I was 14. My favorite job was Jack Wills only because I met all my best friends there. And like, I had the most chaotic. That's why I met Fraser from Below Deck. Uh, Jack Wills. That was good. Where? Why did I start the pod? Do you want an honest answer or a liar? Right. When I left Love Island, the most, like, I've, I had never been an influencer before. I didn't, I like, I literally, when I tell you I was like a deer in the headlights, I had no, I still don't know what I'm doing. I've not changed. But a lot of you asked for a podcast and I was too nervous, genuinely. I'm actually really shy. If I don't know you, I'm very shy. Not in a work setting. In work, like in work setting, I'm professional, I talk to everyone. But if you're out and about and you meet me, I am actually very shy. I get overwhelmed so I didn't really want to do a podcast at the beginning because I was too scared and I didn't know but then I had a meeting I spoke to my management it was just about how best to encapsulate Chloe for you lot and I feel like the podcast is the only way to do it because you can watch me listen to me follow me you know there's I can't really give away too much on this app, but there's so much more shit coming. It's basically no rules barred on this pod. And it's like, I don't know, it just makes sense. So I had a meeting with Elliot from the fellas and they done GK Barry's. And I actually, actually, we met Elliot because I love listening to the fellas. I think they were on my top podcasts. 
should I be saying this? Am I trying to get a promotion at work with Cullen Chip? I'm joking. I was a big fan of the fellas. So when they approached, like, I think we might have approached them. I actually don't know the ins and outs. But when they said it, I thought it was a good idea. So that's why I did it. But now I love it because it's where I come and just chat shit. Because I think Millie's a bit bored of me. Actually, Millie's always in Wales now. So I need someone to talk to, so I talk to you a lot. The worst, my next question is, the worst day I've ever had. I've told this story so many times, but basically it was when I worked in the city. Like, it's very, it is kind of what you think it would be. Like, everyone's, you know, like, chasing work all the time. Everyone's working ridiculous hours, and everyone's, like, blows steam on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, whatever. And I met this boy who worked for J.P. Morgan or Barclays. He was a banker, okay? My mum would have approved. Well, no, oh, not after the story. Anyway, so he was like, I'm going to take, uh, I think I met him on Instagram, I want to say. Anyway, I started talking and he was like, oh, what are you doing on Thursday? Obviously, Thursday, Thursdays, I'm out partying. I was like, oh, I might be out. He was like, well, why don't you come and meet me? I'll take you on a date. I was like, brilliant, let's go. So I turned up to the bougiest effing place. It was like a private members club in Shoreditch. It's not Shoreditch House. So her house. But it was like, you had to go downstairs and it was like really cool. And he was there on some sort of work night. When I turned up, you know, he was suited and booted, which at the time I thought was, I mean, you walked up to me on the street and I was suited and booted. I don't know if I'd like your shiny shoes. But he was suited and booted. And he was like, oh, do you want, so I went and met him. He was like, oh, do you want a drink? He was like, actually, I know what you want. I was like, oh, he's taking charge. He ordered a bottle of champagne. I was like, oh, love this because Fuck me, I can't afford champagne. Um, so he ordered a bottle of champagne, poured us two glasses, and then we, I think we did a cheers. Ew, that is an ick! <laughs> I think we were like, cheers to our first. <laughs> I don't want anyone to ever know that. Actually, I don't care. But we did a cheers, and then he was like, oh, I need to fart. I was like, pardon? And then he proceeded to fart. And I heard it and then I smelled it. And that's like, I literally finished my glass and left. It was, oh, do you know, it was near Piano Works in Shoreditch. But I left and met my friends in Piano Works. There was that. Oh, next question's fun. Spotify wrapped reveal. Oh, this links to what I was saying earlier. So my number one was Drake. Because why wouldn't it be? That's so boring. Last year, oh, do you know who my number one was last year? <laughs> Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Song or artist? My artist and song. What song was it? Fuck. I think it was called Best Friend with Black Bear. I like him as well. He'll ruining my market. I'm ruining my market because I'm not cool. Um, but Katie Trap was on there as well. So... I've got an eclectic taste. Wait, number one was Drake. Then it was Rosalia because like I told you, I got obsessed with the Spanish song. Who was my number three? So number one, Drake. Number two, Rosalia because I told you. Number three, Fred again. Favourite artist ever. Saw him live. And Molly, did you see he's at Reading? Do you like Fred again? You do. I love Fred again. Right, we're going to Reading I think Festival. I want to marry him. So do I. Okay. Do you know his family... Shall I say this? Well, I think you can see it on Wikipedia. His family's like royal and he lives in Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His dad, I think, owns something he's an important guy because people really when he first came up were like oh he doesn't deserve it 
And now people are like, oh yeah, he no, does. You know, he deserves it. Number three is Fred again. He's at Reading Festival next year, so we should take the pod on the road to Reading Festival just because I want to see Fred again. I would pay but, um, so much money to see twenty-eight-year-old you at Reading Festival. <laughs> I just yeah, but I'll do anything to see Fred again and again. Fred again, 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 again. Fred again, again, again. Yeah. Again. Oh no. Well, we'll go then. So friends, Reading to see him. Then it was Raúl Alejandro, obviously Rosalia's ex-fiance, and then number five. I'm slightly embarrassed about. Basically, he's called Party Alone, and he's like, "Oh, I'm embarrassed." Like this American purse. <laughs> he sings basically sang this song. And I heard it on TikTok and then I kept playing it. And like one thing about me is I'm going to go over songs again and again and again. And it was like, I fucked your mom in the back of your car. And like, I just kept playing it. So that was my Spotify rap. <laughs> the next thing is Chloe versus you. Listeners at home, I want you all to send me in your dilemmas, but I want them to be like crazy rude nothing off limits we've got one in this week let me read out to you someone has sent a listener has sent in i think my boyfriend has cheated on me before we even continue by the way if your gut says that they've cheated on you they literally have they they 100% have cheated and probably more than once right he would probably never tell me if you had yeah why why on earth would he tell you he's cheated on you why would he do that but him and his mates are acting suspicious. Yeah, birds of a feather flock together. All of his mates are in on it, babes, and they're probably laughing about it in the group chat. He keeps hiding his phone from me and refuses... Ah! He keeps hiding his phone from me and refusing to talk about his nights out. Don't want to kick off that any evidence. Should I look for his phone or just ask him? Look through that effing phone. Oh, my God. Are you... Are you joking? Not telling me about your nights out. Wow. Wow. This actually, I don't know. Can you tell it's kind of triggered me? It really has. He's one million percent cheated more than once. And his mates have found it funny. I don't know. It depends. Look, do you want to see it? Okay. I would. I would. Well, I have. I like honestly go for his phone I have done so basically you guys have probably heard me reference it before but I was and I blame this person for everything that I am today but I know what boys are like okay I'm 28 I've got experience of one person two three um <laughs> <laughs> I was raised by Satan himself. And what I mean when I say that is I did five years in the trenches of a situationship and he literally showed me the capabilities of what boys can effing do. But because I did five years, I just knew. I just started to learn. And now when I meet people, I spot it straight away. Oh, bitch, you're sleeping with someone in a hotel. I'm not stupid. And he... I go through his phone, literally go through it. One time he went to, so he lived in, so I was at uni in Liverpool, but I used to travel to see him in London. Literally, I put myself in some, guys, this is embarrassing, but I should tell you so you shouldn't, you don't do it. 
basically like put myself I spent all my bursary which I got because my mum was on the doll I don't know if anyone should know that I don't think she'd care because she went through a divorce and how the fuck else is she gonna do it she couldn't get a job because she had like loads of young kids not loads there's four of us anyways my mum was on the doll so I got a bursary from the university which meant that I get I got like three grand when I went there I spent all of it on petrol to come drive to London to see this boy at the time. He literally didn't even make me his girlfriend. And he would remind me, you're not even my girlfriend. You're not even... Yeah. Anyways, I had this gut feeling. He went to the gym. So I went on his laptop. Oh my effing God. The shit that I saw. Shit I saw. It was with this girl... Oh God, she you knows, bring it back. He was with this girl in her bedroom, like kissing her, being like my baby. I was like, what the fuck? And then there was a video and they had a Snapchat. He blocked me on everything so I couldn't actually see what he was doing. I don't know, like if you asked me where I stick around, I couldn't fucking tell you. But he had a video which had obviously been on Snapchat and they had Snapchat filters on and they were like kissing like, oh, I love you. I was like, I'm literally in your effing house. I made you scrambled eggs this morning. Like, what on earth so if he's not talking about it unless like unless his nights out are really boring and he's embarrassed and he's like no he's I'm like he's he's cheating on you I can tell you for a fact he's cheating on you and his mates acting suspicious well realistically when you get with a boy like you have to remember I've learned this with age, but now I can share it with you. His mates aren't your mates. Same way your mates aren't his mates. Your mates should be ready to die on the sword for you. Same way his mates should do the same for him. That's fair. I don't know, though. I'd go, oh, yeah. He's cheating. So should I look for his phone or just ask him? Just go through the fucking phone. What you should do, go through the phone, but remember to send yourself the evidence. Because, you know, he will gaslight you. Send your effing self the screenshots. Because I sent myself screenshots, sent him, sent my mum, sent the screenshot. You need that evidence back. So I still got it on my phone today. I could bring it up for you if I wanted, but I'm not going to. So. I've got a question. Go on then. If one of your mates cheated on their boyfriend on a night out, what what would you do? Like, what, what would your reaction be? Oh, if one of my mates cheated. Yeah, they cheated on their boyfriend. Well, I was there when it happened. And you're there when it happened. You know it's happened. They feel really bad about it. It's a one-time thing. Okay, well, number one, like, because I've had so much, like, shit done to me with assholes. By the way, what I will preface in this and throughout my whole podcast and my whole life, when I'm speaking about my exes, I'm not speaking about the one that you all know about from Love Island. I would not say a bad word about him. So whenever I'm talking about my ex, can you just stop assuming it's him? It's not. Which is good. I just want to put that out there. I'm not going to address it again. Just know that I'm not talking about him. But if my one of my friends was doing it, number one, I would actually tell her off. I don't condone it. No, no, we can have a little giggle. No, it's not funny. I was just about to lie. I would really tell her off, but if she's not going to tell her boyfriend, I'm not fucking, it's none of my business, babe. You crack on. And if he calls me, I'm like, what do you mean? If he's like, Where, where's Lauren? I'm like, what do you mean, where's Lauren? And then I might get really bad signal. Deny till you die. <laughs> yeah, deny till you die, as Louisa would say. 
And if there's proof, it's AI. <laughs> In the spirit of deny till you die, if you guys have any questions, dilemmas, like nothing is off the cards, okay? I want everything, I want everything dirty, naughty, because we're being wholesome. Do you see what I did there? Anyways, I hope that you enjoyed the first, my first solo app, the first episode of season two, Chloe versus the world. Do not forget to like, comment, subscribe. If you're listening, give us five stars. And I want this whole season to be more about me and you guys because... I don't know. Why would it not be? Send anything you effing want. Anything you want me to do. Anything you want me to talk about. Anyone you want me to talk to. Basically, this whole thing is going to be dictated by you. So, on that note, ciao, ciao. Woo! You did it! You did it!